So, Brent, I was, uh, I was in my house the other day, and, uh, Oh, my God! I know. <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> I was in my house, and, uh, I stumbled upon something that you've been looking for, I think, for, uh, many years. I mean, most people probably don't know this about you, it's a little personal, um, but I was just really... My used condom collection. Well, not for me. That, I mean, let's not be gross. It's not <laughs> I'm mine. Glad you mentioned that. Because I know you've had issues finding uh, a condom uh, that fit properly. So I found one for you, finally. I finally found your size, bro. That came through just as you were saying that. What is this? Is this like... Is this... It's the like an invisible woman woman bullet. It, like yeah. This oh is... yeah, that's a good one. That's a good too. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's like a. I, I'm not even a Zoolander fan really, but uh, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Is this a condom for ants?" <laughs> uh, but then I thought of you, of course. Oh, thanks. Not that you're an ant, because uh, you're an uncle, obviously. Um, obviously, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is. Um, it, it actually came on the end of a cable. It was like a. It did what on the end of a cable? <laughs> you said used. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was like a... I can't think of what it's called right now. It's like the optical cable. Oh, yes, right? yeah. Right? So this mm-hmm. was like the little cap, the, the little plastic mm-hmm. cap they sent on the end of that. But like when I popped it off, I was like, huh, it's just like a little condom. Mm-hmm. Although now I'm seeing the bullet, now that you mentioned that too. But mm-hmm. um, either way, uh, I want you to have it. I'll send it to you in a gigantic box. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't lose it. So he's it. like, did you order a jumbo sized refrigerator? It's like, no, there's just a tiny ass condom in this. It's all for a bit. It's all for a bit. Look, there's so many packing peanuts. It's going to take me forever to find this fucking thing. He's going to swim through this like Scrooge McDuck to discover it. Oh, yeah. You got to mm-hmm. dive in there for sure. Yeah. And it'll be easier, too, because it's not gold coins, you know? So it'll probably yeah, hurt less. Yeah, I know. Just to shatter my bones immediately. Yeah. yeah. What, if, what if this whole bit, and I was like, hey, I'm going to send you something to start the show. And you're like, all right, cool. And then like, I go through, I'm like, it's almost there. I'll go through it. Hold on. And you hear like a ding dong. And there's mm-hmm. a fucking like gigantic box outside. And I'm like, ha, 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 got him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open this on the show. That would be perfect timing. I, I If I could have mm-hmm. made it happen, I would have. But uh, instead, yeah. I had to use digital technology and send it to you in a photo. But uh, I'm sure uh, we can share this, right? So people would see tiny yeah. condom, which is nice. Of course, yeah. This will this will work perfectly. And, it will uh-huh. on your tiny tiny penis. Yeah, it like on it in it. It's just you know. <laughs> <laughs> either way. What if that's what it is? Uh, matter of fact, it goes uh, in the hole. I I believe a, that a is is a a term. Let me double check here. Okay, yeah. So. My wife had heard about this on what? this uh, podcast she was listening to. Um, it's a, a local radio show, and like one of the the hosts had mentioned that he had gotten into sounding, and uh, the other co-hosts were trying to figure out like what that meant. And sounding is the act of inserting a metal rod into your urethra, and it's um, I guess something that's used uh, during intercourse. What the I don't know. F? Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that with this this thing. I mean, it's plastic. It's probably, probably going to be fine. It's it's porous enough to where, like, any bacteria is going to get right in there oh, yeah, good. and embed itself into my schwanz, and we're going to have a good time. That we're sounds have a great. Good time. And, and mm-hmm. also, uh, enjoy your breakfast, everybody. Enjoy it. It's just mm-hmm. great. Um, I yeah. did not know that's a thing, and that really freaks me out. 
Yeah, it's you know, look. I'm not here to kink shame anyone, but once I heard that, I'm just like, ow. Like if you, if yeah. hmm. You know what? We're just gonna go here. We're gonna go here. Um, as a as a fella, mm-hmm. I, I've never experienced this. Uh, as a woman, I've never heard a woman talk about this, but it's quite possible that it relates either way. Mm. But if you've ever had um, a portion of <laughs> of your pee hole get caught on like cloth or whatever of mm. your undergarments um it's like fucking fire <laughs> in that part of your body i want to know but i don't want to know you know the circumstances of this fire giving like how it happened i just don't know that i've had that happen you've never had it i don't oh, know Steven, you gotta try it you never you'll never feel more alive you like sometimes, so. sometimes you're uh, you're putting up your equipment, you know, mm-hmm. and then your 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 pants or your your uh, underwear, like catch it in such a way to where it, like rubs on your mm-hmm. your your pee hole, and wow, you've never experienced and you this. You just go, ay, papi. Yeah. Afterwards, I, yeah, then yes, of I course. have done that. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize we were that specific with it, but yes, yeah, you get it, okay, you understand. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But I can't imagine like putting. Essentially, like a ball bearing Ugh. inside your pee hole, and like it's not for me. How much like finagling do you have to do for that? You know, I guess so. Like, what is it? This did it say a did it say a metal rod? Yeah, it was like a rod, yeah, right? Like a rod. It's even yeah. Like how much? Like that's <laughs> you have to set aside time for that, right? <laughs> like if you have like a half day at work. And, yeah. and your coworker's like, so uh, what do you have going on for your half day? You're like, well. Uh, you asked, so. How familiar are you with uh, metal rods? <laughs> <laughs> and also pee holes. Yeah, it's not like, like a quick like, oh, I'm going to crank one out. It's like, a, mm-hmm. I got to light some candles. I got to mm-hmm. sit on my bed, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. You know? <laughs> I feel like this is a, a, a washroom Type of. <laughs> event. Oh, see, we're seeing it whole different ways then. I, yeah, whole yeah. different ways. Whole different ways. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I I don't want um, I don't want that like on <laughs> on or near cloth. I guess until it's like properly in there. Like I don't want it in there anyway. Yeah. But I would imagine like <sighs> if you were, you'd want to do mm-hmm. it a specific way, and some of those specific ways don't involve bedding. Yeah, until you get like <laughs> properly stretched out to where you could just like this is, this is gone. Off like the rails. if if you're in your car getting ready to back out of your garage, and you're like, oh shit, I left my uh-huh. my uh, wallet inside, and you run in real quick. It's like a similar scenario where you're like getting ready to back out of your garage, and you're like, oh shit, I forgot my piss rod. Let That's me run in there, in there real quick. You just run in there, pop it in, and then you're like back in your car before you know it. Like, you know. One of those things. Like, you would have to, like, train yourself up to it. Yeah, I imagine that, too. It's like a, a butt plug situation. You know, they have, like, different sizes. You got to you you know, graduate up. Mm-hmm. And then you can, once you get the big rod, you can be a big boy. You can be a big boy. With the yeah, big that's rod. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, the big boy, big rod. Yeah. Man, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, pun intended, come Christmas. <laughs> I, think, I think you could make it there, man. Yeah. I think you could do that. That'd be that'd be lovely. Oh boy! I uh, I didn't expect sending you the tiny condom was going to turn into this, but uh, once we realized <laughs> that that condom was more effective going in than staying over, 
uh, you know, things devolve sometimes. So here mm-hmm. you are, here we are. And um, are, are we into it? Or are we just doing that? Because um, I don't know where else to go with, with the pee hole conversation. Uh-huh. We're probably, have we stretched that out as much as we can? I think so. Good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where uh, we'll look back on this episode eventually and I think, <laughs> why? I uh-huh. think, which is well, fun. That, that was a thing we did. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Do you remember there. when it used to be that tame? And now, <laughs> <laughs> look, by episode 300, it's just, it's, you, you don't, you don't want to prepare to eat and you don't want to have <laughs> recently eaten. That's there's a specific moment in time in which you can listen to it. Maybe by that point, like big podcasts will have actually like made us stop, you know, like or not mm-hmm. stop, but like put warnings on yeah. um, no food around this podcast. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's the dream. Mm-hmm. Not to be censored, but yeah, to get so extreme that we have to be censored, I guess. Mm-hmm. Warning, the show will make you come or shit out of your mouth. <laughs> Oh, that's the, okay. That's the season, whatever. That's the 300th episode uh, tagline. That's right. That's yeah. what's going to start then. Man. Brace for impact. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got some shows in the way then. Yeah. Uh, to really devolve even further. That's great. <clears throat> well, my brain is just ready to do uh. that. It's just not, it's, <laughs> don't even have to try. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. Well, so we're also uh, just going to talk about whatever today again, um, mm-hmm. just because we don't have a, a theme right now. But we do have a lot of cool stuff coming up that we've talked about that we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have coming up, um, mm. including the book of Boba Fett, which mm. we will be talking about next week. Correct? Yeah, right? yeah. We can just go ahead and announce it now because honestly, we're probably just gonna forget. Um, That's what I said. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking we do it now. We might Good do it call. later too. Yeah, but that way, uh, at least I can talk about it briefly. I'm in the middle of it. You had talked about it. Um, I'm mm-hmm. kind of binging through it, but then I'm gonna have to wait a few days for the last episode to air. But uh, right, it's been uh, it's been pretty cool. So I'm excited to talk about that next week. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for for this show today, mm-hmm. did you want to start us off with anything, Brent? Oh my God, I this know. is so unexpected. Pressure. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds, man? Um, let's see. Let's go with, huh? Ooh, I huh. like that. That's how you read every list of yours, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just reading an eye chart. It's like E, okay, and then other and then letters. Oh, interesting. Well, you're not a reader. You got to start off with small books uh-huh. uh, that just have one letter, yeah. each line, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It is weird that optometrists try to trick you. Where you're like reading the first letter, and it's like it should be an A, but it's an E. Uh, you know? Oh, do they switch it up? They should like at least try to cheat you because honestly, I, look, I get it. It's like if they start with A, they're not sure if you're like just thinking of the first letter of the alphabet or if you can mm. see that first letter. But we all we all know the first letter is always E. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Either change it up to something on a recurring basis, or just put the letter A. What if they're just feeling that they want to give everybody a leg up, you know, like, you, you got mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. E, good yeah. job, Brent, mm-hmm. you know, because maybe they know that it's hard for some people, Brent, mm-hmm. to read. Yeah, yeah. What if it's, like, you go in there, and the first letter is, like, Q, and you're like, what, can you read that first line? And you're like, Q, and you're like, okay, and can you read the next line down? And you're like, Anon? And you're like, okay, <laughs> now that we're here, since you brought it up. <laughs> Brent, I think you should run, bro. <laughs> yeah. Can you read that third line down? And it's just a YouTube video of like conspiracy <laughs> theories. And it's like, oh fuck, here we go. 
just burned right into my retinas. And yeah, oh, they have your eyes open like that, and you can't. And they just like blow the puffs of air in there, <laughs> yeah. keep yeah. you awake and stuff. Oh man, that is scary. Yeah, what is that movie where they have like your eyelids Clock forced open? Orange. Yeah, uh-huh. that shit is messed up, man. Mm-hmm. They all hopped up on milk. What? Yeah. Oh and they my go god. Raping and then they get lactose their eyes intolerant. Open. Yeah, it's weird, what? man. Did you say something about raping? Yeah, that movie's fucked up, man. Oh my god. It's like, it's like they are at a bar. They drink milk instead of like beer. I swear this is true. It's so weird. And then they break into like the, a couple's home and they rape the wife. And then they like one of them goes to jail and he's like the, the eye thing is like they're trying to like rehabilitate him using like mind control and stuff or whatever. It's really weird. Jesus. Now I'm like, did I imagine this? Was I like super <laughs> high a few years ago? But it's like I think that's I think that's pretty much true. Yeah. It's I remember a little bit of my when I was doing uh, my mini reviews at the time. They were like Twitter size, like 140 characters, or whatever. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, yeah, I remember being like, oh, what a masterpiece everybody talks about. And I was like, no, it's not. It's a piece of shit. Like, it, <laughs> it was so awful to me. Um, I just, yeah, did not did not really understand the, the love of that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that whatever I said is canon. Okay. <laughs> but I've just blocked out most of it. LTAS or otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't fact check anything on the show. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's, all, uh, it's all fake news anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, okay, so I, I feel like, uh, let me get some of this stuff out of the way here. So, um, you know, Cobra Kai is a thing on Netflix, yeah. and uh, it's something I've been wanting to watch. However, I, I feel like it would be a good idea to refresh my brain on the Karate Kid movie franchise oh, before yeah. diving into that. So that's what I've done. Oh, really? I've, I've rewatched uh, Karate Kids 1, 2, and 3. Not made the it. error of watching the next Karate Kid, <laughs> and now my body is ready for Cobra Kai whenever I want to start oh, that. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, uh, just generally speaking, you've seen the the Karate Kid movies, right? Yes. At least one through three? Mm-hmm. Grew up on them, sure. Okay, so I remember watching the first one a lot when I was younger, and then just kind of like passively seeing two and three, um, just like maybe a couple of times when I was mm-hmm. uh, just after that. Um, Karate Kid one, man. The movie fucking holds up. It's cool, It really right? does. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, the, the first Karate Kid is like Daniel's story. The second one is Miyagi's story. And the third one is like the two of them like partnering up, essentially, is, is how that trilogy mm. kind of lays itself out. But it's so funny to me that at the end of the first Karate <laughs> Kid, and you know, spoilers for this whole franchise, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been around for coming up on 40 years, but, you know. Spoilers. Get around to it, people. Get around to it. Um, so the first Karate Kid movie ends with the crane kick, but it like it ends at the crane. Like that's it. Oh, yeah. It's like crane <laughs> kick, roll fucking credits. Wow, like, I don't remember that. This, crazy. And that's how the other two movies, uh, Karate Kid two and three, end as well. Like when the movie's done, it's fucking done. <laughs> There's no like, and then the next day or whatever. Yep. It's like at the end of Die Hard where yeah. uh, you you kill that final terrorist and then the movie just fucking ends it's right then it's so funny because it's, it's just like refreshing right like a little bit like don't it's push it. you don't we don't do that with movies anymore and um it's not like i i miss it it's just like a kind of a weird quirk mm. of action movies back then it's like well that's the end of the story like uh i i try to picture my brain uh 
Daniel kicks asshole in face. Everyone celebrates the end. Yeah. Like that's that's the script. Fade to black. Fade to black. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the 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 first three. Uh, definitely watchable. Um, my wife didn't enjoy the second one as much oh, because she watched it's, them. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, she watched all of or the the first three with me. Yeah. Um, but like the the second one, like I said, it uh, it's, it's primarily Miyagi's story. We go back to um, the the village in Japan that he's from and gotcha. spend some time there. Meet um, some people that he's known, like his old best friend and his old like flame are there, mm-hmm. and uh, right. we interact with them. Um, and then is that the, the one they have yeah. those like things the, the the paddles? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! Like. I was so obsessed as a kid with martial arts movies. It's like yes, that yeah. and like Native American stuff were like my two favorite things. Mm-hmm. I just love the culture around it. I love everything. And I, I have no idea what those things are, but I remember like you can get them sometimes like, I don't know, flea markets or fairs. But I, I've stumbled yeah. upon them in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, these are so fucking rad. They're in the Karate yeah. Kid. Uh-huh. Like I just love those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. I can't remember if it was two or three that he goes, that they go to Japan because um, I watched mm-hmm. the first one within the last like five years maybe yeah um, and it did hold, hold up I remember liking it again but I haven't mm-hmm. seen the sequels in like decades that would be so fascinating to go back to yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, the the second one um, yeah like I, I remembered it being like this massive tournament that he enters into in Japan and all this stuff it wasn't it was just like oh, really? he, he shows up in this funny. village and he like has to fight. This other young guy just for, like, the honor of, like, uh, the village or whatever. Mm. It was just kind of a... It was different than what I had in my memory of it. Interesting. Um, But at the beginning of Karate Kid 2, that's where we have the scene where Miyagi kicks the Cobra Kai teacher's ass. And it looks like he's about to murder him, but then he just honks his nose. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I used to do that shit all the fucking time when I was younger. That was so funny. And then... um, in the third movie, have you seen this movie in a while? I don't remember the third one at you all. You don't remember then. this yeah, one? Oh I thought my that God. was the Japan one. So the third one, they, they come back to America and they start a little like business together, Miyagi and, hmm. and Daniel. And they it's going to be like a little like bonsai tree business or whatever. It's like a cute small town little business they're mm-hmm. going to start. But then there's this guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but I, evidently he shows up in the newest season of Cobra Kai. And he's like a full on fucking psychopath. This guy <laughs> is chewing all of the possible scenery. You know, he kind of looks like Tommy from Power Rangers. He's got oh, long brown man. hair and a ponytail. And he like pretends to be. Daniel's like friend and like new mentor or whatever through Cobra Kai and um, they they want to destroy this little boy like that's their (laughs) reason for being and it's so remember this a little bit yeah it's so comical because these like fully grown adults (laughs) this is the reason for being is to destroy this older gentleman and his like young ward wow right and, and they're just like simply starting up a business like they're trying to leave everyone alone they don't right. want to get dragged into like any of this tournament shit again but um man yeah it's so funny and the love interest in this movie because it changes for daniel in each mm. movie um the love interest in this one is the lead actress in the movie teen witch oh. so it's like that uh i think she has like red hair or whatever yeah um 
but yeah, she was like really good in it. And I don't know, like the, these three movies hold up so well to me that it, it's like it's fun, even though the, the pacing is, is a bit weird. There's a lot of um, extra time spent on uh, the teen witch girl and Daniel like mm. uh, um, w- uh, repelling down this ledge oh, of this waterfall yeah. to to get this bonsai tree that Miyagi planted there a long time ago. They Man. spend so much. That's like. 15 20 minutes we spend in this scene and you don't really have to there's a lot of stuff that could have just been like montages or yeah. whatever but it's just it's just not there's some and danger I think if, there though right like they almost fall or something or almost drop yeah. a tree like like ratchet up the danger yeah yeah and then there's a, a showdown with like the tufts of the movie at that area as well oh, yeah. so you gotta have a, a, a final face down there um or not a, a final one but there's some drama that yeah. ends up there, but then they have to like negotiate to like, Hey, throw our, our ropes back down here. And they do. And then we get to see them hike almost all the way back up the mountain instead of just like, you know, editing some of that stuff. Yeah, but right. You're like, it is what it every is. Step, every you got to see it all. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we saw him step with his right foot, but what about his left? Oh, Ew, there it yeah. is. But what if he has to step forward with his right foot again? <laughs> So you just want me to show every step? Yeah. Just like all of it, just it to be in. covered. we got to cover the bases, you know? This movie's only 70 minutes so far. we gotta, we got to bulk it <laughs> yeah. up. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> they said they need 156 in theaters. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, Man. yeah, but it's it's a lot of fun to, to, to watch these movies. And I feel like it's the same guy that directs all of them oh, as wow. well. Uh-huh. And I do have to give credit to the actors because there are long shots or like long takes where it's not like um there's a hidden edit or a hidden cut in there at all it's just a long like crane shot of like walking people walk out of a building walk over to their car and they're like conversing this whole time hmm. and then the the camera like travels around them and then you see other people like walk on the screen they interact with them and it's all like one long like uh, five minute take or something like that. Oh it, yeah, it was impressive when you when you think about it that way. Even though it's just like people talking, it's just people not flubbing their lines. And um, I think uh, Ralph Macchio as Daniel and Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. There's just so much fun to watch on screen. Uh, just even though the the movies themselves are of like varying quality, mm-hmm. the the chemistry of those two actors are stellar and it's it's just a joy to spend time with them on screen that sounds really cool and i'm glad you brought it up because mm-hmm. i've heard such good things about um this cobra kai, cobra kai series yeah yeah and i mm-hmm. hadn't really thought about i was like oh i probably know enough from the movies but i'm glad that you mentioned it because now i'm like i haven't seen two and three in so long and especially three like you were talking about that i'm like i could like picture those scenes i'd forgotten that robin lively is the the redhead uh, oh okay yeah uh, girlfriend in that or whatever and um i had forgotten that it was her but uh, like when you said it i was like holy shit and um i used to love those movies so much even the next friday kid i remember liking that one uh, at least when it came out but um daniel larusso you know was always like the awesome part and then pat Morita is just fucking amazing um he was yeah yeah he was in so many like martial arts things um other things that i watched like in big trouble in little china um <laughs> He's in that, I believe, and uh, he's just awesome. Um, but and I, he's he's passed away for a while, right? Oh, oh 2005. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like um, I uh, I'm curious about Cobra Kai. I, I when it first came out, it was like a YouTube thing 
mm-hmm. and like YouTube Red or whatever. And then right. um, I was like, I'm not going to pay for that or whatever. I don't really care that much. And I didn't know like really – I thought it was like just any other like reboot type thing. They're just you know trying to get some money or whatever. And it didn't look that great. And then it's gotten such good reviews. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to try that as well. But now you've got me really want to watch these movies that I haven't seen in forever. They're good. They're that good. And, fun. you know, um, I was like, after I watched that third one, I was like, oh, great. Now I can start Cobra Kai. And I thought, you know what? If I'm going to do it, <laughs> uh-huh. let me go ahead and watch the next Karate Kid because it does take oh, place in the, in the same universe, uh-huh. essentially. Um, Daniel's son is not in it, but... Miyagi is, and I thought, I love Miyagi. How can how can you not, how can this movie be bad? I'll tell you how, Stephen. This movie fucking sucks. It sucks <laughs> so bad. I bet it, it really does, is, man. It's like it's poorly written. It's uh, I don't think the acting is well. Hmm. I think the acting by the villains in this movie is comparable to some of the villains in the previous movies, and uh-huh. that they're like trying to destroy a child essentially and an old man, but. Um, the uh, the instead of Daniel this time we have uh, that role fulfilled by um, God her name just left my my brain uh, Hillary mm. Swank oh yeah, uh, yeah I can't yeah. I can't think she of her character then, man yeah yeah I can't think of her character's name but I think it's like Jamie um, yeah. and she's she is so fucking annoying in this role <laughs> and I think she's like doing what she can with the role to live up to that. I think it's just like poor writing on the screenwriting side of it because it's she really doesn't. She's just a, a wholly unlikable person. I feel like the oh, her fifty three. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the fifty three year old man who wrote the story about a teenage girl was like, <laughs> well, this is probably what a teenage girl would act like or whatever. It's it's super fucking she's really annoying. Angsty in it, right? She's very angsty yeah, all that. the time, and she her only. Her only ability to do um, anything athletic is witnessed by Miyagi when uh, there's a, p- a pizza delivery guy that's going to hit her with the car, and she instinctively jumps on his hood. Yeah. <laughs> that's like in the trailers and stuff, I think. That's it, yeah. 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 That's like the big, that was like yeah. the big set piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Miyagi... <laughs> who just like met this girl like a day or two before is like, oh, let me train you. And then he essentially like takes her to uh, some, I think it's like some place in Japan. I don't know. It, honestly, I was like partially tuned out for this because yeah, yeah. it was just like, I just got to get fucking through this thing. But he takes her to train and like part of her training is jumping from one rock to another. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's too hard. I can't do that. And eventually, Stephen, spoilers, she does it. Oh, man. She jumps from one rock to another. She and now it. she's the next Karate Kid. But um, the love interest for her, and she's a high schooler in this movie. Her love interest looks like a guy, no fucking joke. <laughs> he looks like a more swole Johnny Cage from the that first Mortal Kombat oh, interesting. movie. interesting, yeah. But the same age. He looks like he's 38. He's dating a teenager. Not good. It is wild to see. And then Michael Ironside Mm -hmm. is like the uh, the ROTC uh, drill sergeant guy that works at the school as well. Mm. And he is just classically evil. He just seems like a straight up scumbag. And he's like trying to train this guy. And this guy is like rebelling a bit and is like, oh, I don't want to beat up people that I go to school with. (laughs) 
What a concept. What a concept. And Ironside's not having it, and he, like, I puts him like in a chokehold and shit. He's, oh, boy. Yeah. He's also chew, chewing the scenery in this. Um, and then Walton Goggins yeah, is in this movie randomly. Cast. What the fuck? It's, it's so crazy. But, um, yeah, like, it... I'm glad I rewatched the movie just so I could like rewatch it because it, it's possible that maybe characters from this movie show up in later seasons of Cobra Kai. That's true. Um, evidently that hasn't happened yet, but you know, the potential is there. So yeah. I just want to be able to say that I've watched the full <laughs> quadrilogy and then it can uh, move on to the, uh, the Cobra Kai series at some point. What about but. the remake, the, the Jackie Chan and um, Will Smith's kid, whatever. Jaden Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Are you gonna that's confusing. That uh, no, like I, I remember seeing that on video, like after it came out, um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't really remember much of anything. And but it was confusing to me because Miyagi was Japanese, and then they get like a Chinese actor to play him. But you know, you know how, how Hollywood do. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Speaking of, I, I had to like the whole time you were talking, I was interested, but um, I had to be like. I said something wrong, and I think it was wrong, and I got to go look it up because Pat Morita was not in Big Trouble in Little China. The guy I was thinking of was uh, Victor Wong. You you Victor probably remember Wong. this guy. I don't know if I can show you this. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. He's the grandpa oh, from the Three Gremlins. Ninjas. Wasn't he in Gremlins? Wasn't he the uh, the mercantile guy? Oh, he might be that, too. See, I don't want to get in trouble for saying that he was in another, more things, though. No. I'm like, <laughs> do I remember? Oh, he's in Tremors? He's good in that, yeah. He was the lead trimmer. He was the lead trimmer, that's right. <laughs> he did motion capture for it. I think, I don't. it's not showing up for Gremlins on here, so I think it might be a different, oh, okay. different guy for that again. Well, problematic for me, I'm was, sorry. What was Pat Morita? Yeah. Like, oh, I was way <laughs> off. But yeah, uh, apparently those guys in my head, given the era that they came out and a lot of movies that I knew uh, look mm-hmm. a lot alike as well, so. Yeah. But um uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also intrigued. I, I do go back sometimes and watch movies that I grew up with and just haven't seen in a long time. Like, the way you were describing Karate Kid 3, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is going to be like a movie that's going to like like blow my mind whenever I watch it again. I'm going to remember all these scenes as they mm-hmm. come up, whatever. And uh, that's always fascinating. And I feel like the next Karate Kid might be that for me as well because I did watch it growing up. Mm-hmm. So I remember it. And I remember it not... I, mean, I knew it wasn't as good as the other ones, but I was mm-hmm. like into you know it's like it's credit again it's fine like whatever mm-hmm. uh, and it was the first time i remember hillary swank and anything um mm-hmm. and then to see her go on to like million dollar baby and stuff is just like really funny have you seen her jump on a car <laughs> yeah. it's just funny to think back on people's past sometimes you know um, yeah so yeah, maybe i'll do that one a shot too mm-hmm. even though I, I i don't expect much from it was that part of the casting process with clint eastwood i uh, heard you jump on cars you do any rock work? Potentially, I'm uh, gonna have this boxing lady uh, jump on a rock. <laughs> oh, I can jump from rock to rock, sir. Ah, let me think about it. <laughs> that was a pretty good Eastwood, man. Never let me uh, consult with my friend here. Just looks directly at an empty chair. What do you think, Obama? <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't 
I don't get it. I'm out all of here, man. All of this is anachronistic. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is really this is strange, weird, guys. I don't know what's happening. I mean, if I get the part, call me. But yeah. you know, otherwise, um, otherwise. I, okay. Full disclosure: um, the first three Karate Kid movies I bought on iTunes a while back. They, there was a sale, and I thought, oh, I would definitely go back and rewatch these. The next mm. Karate Kid, I'm glad I didn't buy that one. Yeah. Um, it like you know, I I remember just the scuttlebutt of it that it did not hold up well. I remember watching it when I was younger and it didn't like hold my interest. I, I couldn't really remember anything about it. What I feel bad about because it's like it makes it sound like, oh, it's a girl now. Ooh, yuck. I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> this this movie is bad. Like people can simply watch it yeah. on Netflix because it is on Netflix. Oh, I don't know if they're they're planning to just uh, uh, condense all of the uh, Cobra Kai verse mm. movies on there at sure. some point. Um, but you can watch the next Karate Kid and witness the disaster yourself on there. And Stephen, I'll tell you, as I was watching this, <laughs> unheard of, but I did play this at one and a half speed just to help get through this a little wow. bit quicker. And anyone who wants to come in was like, oh, that's not the filmmaker's mindset. I'll tell you what, filmmaker probably didn't intend to make a piece of shit, but they did it. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do it to me. I'm going to do it back to them. One and a half that's speed, a you get. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. point. That's very true. So it's it's out there if you want to watch it. It's not good. Not because it doesn't star a boy in the lead, but mm-hmm. because it's just simply a poorly made movie. But it's part of me is glad that I watched it because it's just like the villains are so fucking over the top, you know, so over the yeah. top. They could have arm wrestled Sylvester Stallone oh, in a movie. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. I went there. I went there. I mean, it has a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I saw that. Looking good there for sure. That's a that's a little harsh. Like, yeah. I mean, Pat Pat Morita deserves to. You you got to come in bare bones at a twenty two. Oh, just for Pat alone. Just for Pat. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to see what else that director had done because he did Young Guns, <laughs> which I like a lot. But Young Guns, I was another movie from my childhood I hadn't seen in years, and I watched it a few years ago. And it wasn't as good as I remembered. And then I watched Young Guns 2, and it was exactly as good as I remembered. And it was amazing. And he didn't do Young Guns 2, so... Is that a Western? Young Guns? Yeah, Young Guns is like Emilio Estevez, and... (gasps) Yeah. See, when I uh, started to watch Tombstone Mm. a while ago, I was thinking that it was... Some of the cast members from Young Guns was in it. I was oh, conflating the two. It's like, it's everybody. It's Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Charlie Sheen, Dermot Mulroney. Um, it's got, like, all these guys from, like, that era, like, up-and-comers or whatever, um, who were, like, I don't know. It, it's, like, such a, a funny, like, not great movie, but, like, nostalgic, and I liked it. And then, mm-hmm. like, part two, I was like, holy shit, this movie's amazing! And it was also still the nostalgia playing into that and stuff. But, um, yeah, I certainly really liked it. So Oh, sweet. Hell, yeah. It's streaming on IMDb TV. Sweet. That's on like, Amazon and stuff. On Amazon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like commercials say, usually. say Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I, you know, we, we can make it work. Hour 47, not not too shabby, you know? Yeah, uh, that's not too bad. Yeah, hmm. they're, they're fun, man. I remember, I remember, you know, liking rewatching. It's like The Rocketeer when I rewatched that years ago now too but after decades of not seeing it i was like oh my god this movie is amazing uh, there's just some that like really work some that don't um like i was mentioning that uh victor wong is the the grandpa and three ninjas and i'm like i used to love the three ninjas movies even the bad ones uh, yeah but it's just uh, now i'm like curious you know it's just more three ninjas you get to watch yeah exactly it's 
it's like that third Ninja Turtles movie. I'm like, yeah, the, the costumes are worse. Yeah. Uh, they They're don't so fight any though. like cool villains. Yeah. It's just like normal dudes. And they go back in time uh, to like it's Japan, but it's like, you know, the action isn't that that good. I yeah, I remember so much more of just the costumes like the, the turtles themselves look like they got sick. Because they're like covered in like dots and stuff. Yeah. Right? And it's like, oh man, all the turtles have mumps. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, they all have like, um, they're hooked up to those dialysis, dialysis machines at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. And then, like, after they unplug, they start dancing on top of the train in their yeah. lair to ZZ Top. Man, that train layer is pretty fucking sweet, though. It is, yeah. Damn. I did like some parts of that movie. Again, like it, like you say, though, it was like when you're a kid, it was just like, it's just more turtles, so I'm not going to yeah. turn it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like even like the the thing that like transport them in time is like cool. I remember like being cool. It's like a stick with like... A oh, that scepter. On, yeah, the scepter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it looked neat. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of it was, was kind of cool, but I, I sent you the other day a YouTube... Uh, guy who who does sculptures and stuff, and he did one of the of Donatello, and it's really sweet. And I, mm-hmm. as he was painting it, he put on some like speckles and stuff like near the legs or whatever. And I was like, oh, is he going full Turtles three on this? Like, I was waiting <laughs> yeah. for him to like splatter paint or some shit. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, because it looks so different on that. But mm-hmm. um, one more thing, I gotta look up uh, the director of the next Karate Kid, the one that mm-hmm. did Young Guns. Um, his name is Christopher Kane. And uh, oh yeah, I know where you're going with this. And he's he's got a son, Mr. Mm-hmm. Dean Kane. Yup. So mm-hmm. uh, interesting. I love how like connections get made sometimes. <sighs> like Elastica said, you know, the connection is made. Um, I listened to this uh, movie podcast called Scott hasn't seen. It's on the ear, well, not on Earwolf. It's through um, Comedy Bang Bang's like subscription gotcha. thing or whatever. Um, on it, uh, host Scott Ackerman, uh, uh, when he was. He moved to, I guess he was always in California. No, he moved to California from Arizona, and that's when he, like, tried to get into the uh, showbiz industry. And during that time, he was very, like, and he he admits he was very, like, artsy and not into, like, the popular movies of the time. So there's a whole slew of movies he hasn't seen in the, like, uh, mid-'80s to, like, early-2000s or whatever. Oh, man, good era, too. I know, right? And so his co-host, Sean Diston, who plays... uh, Sprague the Whisperer. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a, he plays a character the whole time. They falls okay. in and out of. Anyway, he's uh, he walks him through all of these movies, and f- he's seen most of them, not all of them, but most of them. And so they like rewatch them, and then they discuss them. And then w- the movie they were doing this past week was the next Karate Kid, and I thought Ooh. this is fucking perfect yeah. because it coincides with me watching all these other movies, and then this one. And as they're they're going through and they're talking about. The director, they talk about the relation to Dean Kane. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's, you know what? This is like, um, was this in the out? I, was this in the outtakes about the Groundhog Day thing? Or oh, was I have no thing? idea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Listen to the outtakes. We we get to the, uh, uh, the, the dead, uh, arm, not armadillo. Oh, yeah. Groundhog. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Jersey, it happened. Yeah, it happened again. Before anyway. he could see the shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then like complicated figures because like Dean Kane, I should be like so hyped for this because he played Superman. Mm-hmm. And not only was he Superman, he was like half Korean Superman. Oh, and, like, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's something to speak of, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's also 
a huge piece of shit. <laughs> so it's like well, it's problematic, you know. That, yeah. Not because he's you know Korean, but he's just like he's just problematic, dude. It's like uh, Kevin Sorbo. Uh, yeah. He's not problematic because he's white. He's just like it's just like another piece of shit, dude. It's like come yeah. on. Come on, it's man. misinformation and like mm. just the MAGA kind of culture shit. I don't, is that, I don't know what Dean Kane is in. I feel like I just know, like, I don't like Dean Kane. Yeah. For yeah. reasons. And if I looked him up, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably why. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really remember. So, but his dad, though, great mm-hmm. director. He does these great films. Next Credit Kid, watch it. Brent recommends. Full uh-huh. stars. Mm-hmm. However many stars on your system, all of them. Mm-hmm. If, if there was ever a point to where I was going to write an angry letter to a company, it would be to Netflix to say, how come you don't have a three-time speed? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was actually unfair to, uh-huh. me, to force yeah. me to watch this at only at one and a half speed. I know. Did I take it upon myself to watch this movie at my leisure? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but technically it's still your fault. <laughs> that makes me think of a, a Parks and Rec quote um, where a woman comes in one day and she's like in a lot of episodes complaining about everything all the time. And she comes in mm-hmm. and she's like, the uh, the fountain in Ramsett Park said, do not drink the water. So I made tea with it and I got a rash. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you, lady. Yeah. Don't make yeah. tea with it. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Well, um, a brief little bit of news that I wanted to throw in here to discuss yeah. as well is that um, ever since Scream 5, 5 Cream came Yes, out, thank you for uh, using it. It's, yeah, it's Christian it's name. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ever since it came out, I've been so into the Scream series, and you and I are going to review those upcoming. But um, the like fans have been going to see it so much and it's gotten so much more money than like scream four ever did. Like it's, it's been such a fucking hit uh, in so many ways, mm-hmm. critically it seems and, and, and audiences and then like just making money instead. So they mm-hmm. have relit scream six, uh, yeah. which is pretty cool. So I, uh, you and I were discussing this off air on, on through text and stuff, but I'm just really fucking pumped. It has the same writing team and the same director team coming back from, from five cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, so they, as far as I heard that they, they were planning on trying to film starting this summer, which is amazing. And I hope they're pulling a scream two and trying to get this out within, uh, basically like a year of the last mm-hmm. one. And, uh, I'm just so, I was so pumped from that movie. Um, they did way more right than they did wrong. I felt, and I just really mm-hmm. like got right, right back into that series and I want to just like delve into it more. And so like, I'm mm-hmm. all for it. Um, I knew that right after the five cream came out, they had talked about how they had ideas of where it could go. And like some of the other actors, you know, were willing to come back and stuff, but, um, yeah, I, th- then they actually greenlit it. So there's no like info, you know, about who's coming back other than mm-hmm. the directors and writers, but, um, you know, hopefully they get remaining surviving members to come back. And then in particular, watching scream four was such an interesting viewing this time after seeing scream five that, um, it kind of changed what I thought about it, but specifically, I loved Hayden Panettiere's character, uh, Kirby, and apparently, the uh, when I was reading about the news for Scream 6, um, somebody had, had said that the directors of Scream 5 confirmed that Kirby survived her stab in Scream 4, hmm. and they didn't want to bring her back for just a cameo in this one, um, so they didn't bring her back yet, but she was like mm-hmm. my favorite character by far from Scream 4, and so I'm, I'm desperately hoping they bring her back in 6. Yeah. And uh, just keep, kind of keep it all going. And it would like, I used to never like four, but now I'm kind of like accepting it as part of the 
you know, the whole, you know, viewing of, of the movies. It doesn't have to be my mm-hmm. Thor Dark World or Incredible Hulk that I just <laughs> right, skip, yeah. right? I'm kind of yeah. like, oh, it's kind of cool, and I would love it if they brought it back, yeah, or characters mm-hmm. back from it or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm just really pumped. I really like Scream 5, and so uh, this new one, I'm, I'm hoping, is just uh, as good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to be able to have the freedom in your headcanon to take all the movies into account in, you know, maybe you don't like certain parts of yeah. uh, a movie or two. But, you know, it's kind of like uh, Wolverine Origins and then Logan, right? Mm, like, they're yeah. the part of the, the same canon. But, like, and sure, it sucks that Logan ruined uh, what Wolverine Origins sets up. Uh, exactly. Uh, because it's like, my problem with um, it. you're not going to bring back Will I Am? <laughs> uh, okay. What am I even doing here? Okay, okay. Maybe not Will I Am. But, you know, you bring back Fergie. You bring back <laughs> or bring in Fergie. Bring in Apple DF. Bring in Taboo. You got to fill in yeah. the, the BEP roster. Oh, wow. I didn't realize right? that. Yeah. And that's why that movie failed. And that's why um, nobody likes it. Hugh Jackman retired. Yep. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Go back He's to like, crikey, no here. one's going to come in here and bring in some new black on piece. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Mm-hmm. You heard him too, everybody. He was, he was here in the studio, so. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Later, Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, uh, I was yeah. gonna ask. Um, do you think they're gonna bring back uh, Ghostface for Scream Six? Like, have they have they resigned Ghostface? Uh, I hope so. You know, that, I mean, that's kind of an important part. I feel like it is, and they, there's only one they, guy in the world with that face. I know, and mm-hmm. they couldn't get him for those first couple of seasons of the TV mm-hmm. show yeah, Scream, exactly. and then they like wore him down. They're like, "Look, I will send you a basket of mini muffins. You pick the flavor." Whoa, that's like, intense, wow. man! Mm-hmm. You don't get mm-hmm. that every day. Somebody called Ghostface. He answers, "Hello," and someone on the other end of the line is like, "What's your favorite flavor of mini muffins, bitch?" <laughs> Wait, Freddy? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I retired. I'm yeah. making mini muffins now for the studio. How you doing? <laughs> Boy, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just a... Uh, <laughs> I live in a... I live in an apartment now. My roommate's Dean Kane. We're oh, hanging no. out. Yeah, he's got some good ideas. He really got some good ideas. His dad, Christopher's been sleeping on our couch for a while. It's a whole deal. Yeah, you know. We've been watching the next Scratty Kid a lot. A lot. He just keeps um, crying and saying, where did I go wrong? Yeah. Where did I jump on the, had her jump on the car. She, she jumped on the car. Then she jumped from one rock to another. How, how do you escalate from there? Bungee jump? Skydive? We didn't have the budget back then. We didn't have the budget back then. Guys. We couldn't even get Daniel back. We did (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, God. That's so difficult. We didn't have Power Rangers the movie budget. Hell yeah. Yeah. Was he in the movie at all? Or how do they explain that? For next Uh, part? They they really don't. They just like, Miyagi name drops him. It's like, oh, yes. I used to live with Daniel-san. And we would just walk from room to room. This is the conversation that follows him walking in on her changing. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it was the 90s. It was the 90s, you know. That was a I mean, It was a different time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
he seemed embarrassed and apologetic <laughs> about it, you know, so it's not like he was a, a creep, like, but he yeah. said Daniel did not have boobies. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Honk honk. <laughs> he acts like he's gonna kill her and then honks her boobs. We here at LTAS do not condone that. No, it was a it was a joke because it was, it was so wrong. Yeah, 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 it was it was it was a nice different time. Um but on Scream Six, mm, what yeah. do you think they're gonna do as far as renaming this movie? Are they going to mm. break convention that's already been broken and uh-huh. call it Scream Six? Or or uh, I guess that would be following convention, but it would be like mm. Well, I guess here's your options, right? You could call it Scream 6, which would be true in the timeline sense uh-huh. of the canon. But it's following a movie called Scream. Just Scream. <laughs> so would it be Scream 2 again? I do like that um, that creepy duck art guy that I talked about that did mm-hmm. all the, the alternative posters for it and stuff. He um, One of the posters he had released before they greenlit Scream, um, whatever this new sequel is going to be, um, mm-hmm. Scream Six, whatever. He had a poster where he did Scream Two, but like the um, Roman numeral two, whereas yeah. the other Scream Two is like the le- the number, right? The number like, two, yeah. Like, so I'm like, it was kind of cool. I liked how it, it's like you could do that and it would be different, but it still would be the same problem mm-hmm. of being like there are now two Scream Twos and maybe two that's, Screams. Maybe that's the hint as to who the killer is, right? Oh, like, like. Uh, it, Maybe there's a, um, uh, maybe, what is the name of the, the town they're in? Woodsboro. Woodsboro. Maybe it's like a seaside town. Oh, Established okay. or not. Or maybe there's like a, a military brat that's there or uh-huh. something like that, right? Sure. And then, <laughs> walk with me in hell through this. All right. What this is how my brain works. This, this is where the pun is going, uh-huh. right? So maybe it's like Scream 2. It's like, oh, we've already done Scream 2, but it, this time it's the Roman numeral, so it's Scream I.I. I.I. Captain. <laughs> the killer is the captain of the ship. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. I did not see that coming. It was there the whole time, Wow. Bitch. Oh, oh man. And it's Freddy? It's Freddy, yeah. The whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that that guy also did one of uh, another poster after the greenlit announcement. That I, his stuff is just so cool. Um, it's like the ghost face. It's like the half of the face is like in the background, all blurry, and then the mm-hmm. the knife is in front, and the blood kind of completes the shape of the mask. Oh hell yeah! Right? Oh, it's like a negative. See I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it kind of uses mm-hmm. like the space differently. Whatever. I don't know. It's just cool. Uh, he didn't put a a title for this one like he did with like the scream room numeral two. But uh, I'm curious what they'll do with that uh, and where they'll go and what they'll skewer and stuff. You know, I thought that they did a really good job of their meta commentary in this one with the modern mm-hmm. horror stuff. But um, they could do more. And so I don't know where they'll go with it. But I, I like that team a lot that was behind it. I'm glad they're all brought back for it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hoping for really good things. So I Me just too. want more Scream World. Yes, I want that for you. Thank you. Very much. Yeah. Thank you. That's your thing, you know? Yeah. I feel like for you in the, the realm of horror, I think of two franchises for you, which is Halloween and Scream. And I feel Perfect. like both franchises are up and running full force for you. Yeah. And this makes oh me very God. happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween ends. I watched, I put it on the other day because I was wanting more Scream, but I'd already wait. rewatched them all. Kills, right? Halloween kills. That's right. My yeah. bad. I was like, wait, are you a, I, Steven, are you a time traveler? I, Where? Uh, 
put that scepter down and tell me if you are a time traveler. <laughs> oh, look at my skin. It has these dots on it. Oh, no. It's time travel disease. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, screen, or Halloween Kills. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was just so badass. And I know some people like make fun of it or didn't like it or whatever. But like mm-hmm. to me, to you... I was like, this is exactly what I want out of this. Yep. And uh, I am a fan more of these uh, reboot cools, these requels uh, that mm-hmm. they're doing now with the legacy characters and stuff. Like, it just, it works for me. Um, yeah. Even though they're not always, like, perfect or whatever. Like, they're way better than what was coming a decade ago, I, th- I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if you get your uh, Jurassic Worlds out of it, that's cool. And then if you get your Jurassic World Fallen Kingdoms out of it, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it happens that way too, you know. But I think the Halloween mm. franchise and like re- the reboot stuff, and then the the sequel to that, I think, has really been stellar. And the Scream one, I'm like, this is great, and mm. I want to see what they do with it. Um, you know, coming out with more. So yeah, I'm all for it. Do you expect and want each Scream movie to be meta, or would you be fine with a straight ahead mm. slasher, even if it were like still in the canon? Yeah. But the next time they don't have people <clears throat> commenting on. Uh, the meta narrative of horror movies and franchises and all this stuff or is that yeah part of its dna to you it's part of the dna and it's hard mm-hmm. that's almost like uh because the like gorley and rust listening to them a little mm-hmm. a bit about it they they kind of that was some of the criticism that i disagreed with sometimes that was like you're you're missing the whole point mm-hmm. and then i realized i was one of those like toxic fans it's like you're ruining it <laughs> uh, but it's like they talked about how they they were like well it's like Ghostface trips a lot and it's not so scary and like I rewatched this movie and I thought it'd be scary and I'm like that's what's so funny to me is like I know people that hate horror movies and they're like Scream is about as scary as I could possibly go and like to me I'm like Scream has never really been scary um, mm-hmm. they're not meant for that um, so in the same way like the meta commentary is a part of the DNA just the the feeling of them and their awareness and their like they have like gore and it can be gross or it can be kind of scary, but it's always kind of a little tongue in cheek. It's always a little winky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like I like that feeling to it. That's why it's different than other things, other franchises. Um, so if they did that, I don't know that I would like it. I would like it as much, but I do feel like they kind of in this one, this on Scream Five, they kind of went like they had more brutal kills, gorier kills, a lot of like fast knife action it was like really gross and stuff and different Mm -hmm. from the other kills and some of the other movies and stuff and so they did go a little more hardcore like movies are doing today but still kept all that you know tongue-in-cheek goofiness to it so Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it's all kind of important and that's a a fine balance and that was what kevin williamson and wes craven had you know struck gold with and then had very success with and i think the new writers and directors really you know hit on something they really captured that a little bit so yeah I just listened to the uh, the episode on Scream 3 and 4 for Erie International. I need to and, do that one, yeah. Okay. So uh, they they liked one movie and not the other, and mm. it was surprising to me. Oh, interesting. Just based on knowing you. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm sure you can get the lay of the land from that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, I am certainly intrigued to go back and rewatch these because outside of like, like the first one I remember the the reveal of the killer mm-hmm. and then part of the second one and then like three and four even though they like touched on it a bit yesterday i'm still not quite sure oh and I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that like i'll get to rediscover this upon re-watching them for our our uh, uh month-long mm-hmm. celebration of the scream franchise coming up but um 
yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to rewatching these movies because it seems like the consensus is the first one was just out of the gate, mm-hmm. just stellar yeah. for what it was. And then the other ones, even though it's a little bit of diminishing returns, it's still, like you were saying, you get to spend time in this universe yes. that you like, you know? Which is why I'm kind of wanting to watch the Scream TV series, even because it's just like more stuff in that world. But I don't know wow. how much it's even connected at all, you know? Wow. So, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But so far, I haven't done that either. So uh, without the mask, that's like such a big part of it. And that's so weird. Such a weird decision. They did that. Um, They're like, oh, the screen mask that's like recognizable. And like we renamed Ghostface Mm -hmm. and everybody knows it. And it's like on all the posters. Like, what if we took him out? (laughs) No, not the best idea, guys. Um, I'm looking yeah. on the Just Watch app. If you type in Scream, the TV series, it will pull up the three seasons, mm-hmm. and you can see the cover art for each of the seasons. The first one, uh, let's see if I can find a, a bigger image of it. Um, well, it, it kind of looks like this. Oh, yeah. People can find it. It's he like he almost looks like, yeah, it's like a melted version of the Jigsaw doll. There you go. But without the spirals on its cheeks. Yeah. And it. The, the second season, which is here, it gets a little more ghost face, like, elongated. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to the third one, it's just <laughs> yeah. full-on ghost face. And they're like, okay, this is what people fucking want. Let's just, let's just do it. We're, let's pay the extra money to get the rights what for if, that. What if you watch the series and all it is is, like, 50-minute episodes of a, a candle below a mask, and it just slowly melts? Season oh, it's one, like, right, is a little it, bit. Season two that, is more. Yeah. And then of itself would be a reference to, um, was it like the, like the Halloween? Oh yeah. Opening with the pumpkin. Uh huh. Oh yeah. But it'd be like, well, it, was he, it a, yeah, God. He has stuff where he's, yeah. Like setting up shrines almost to things. So this could be like someone's shrine to scream and they're like making the scream mask. Mm-hmm. Even that's kind of like all off Freddy making his glove. You can pull a mm-hmm. lot of franchises that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm ashamed to say a little bit, but I think I could watch, uh, full seasons of a scream mask just being melted into that shape. Um, like it, it, it's pulling in like the good guy doll. It's like when Chucky's reborn and like uh, Child's Play two or whatever, they just like remelt it, like make a new one, and it's like all the gross, like weird, like doll making stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which is so creepy or whatever. It's like yeah, if you just like melt and like shape that mask, I'm like I, I think I would watch that. <laughs> Look, if they ever do like a solid like hard reboot on the Scream franchise, mm-hmm. I guarantee you. That that first movie is going to have like some weird mask or whatever the the, the killer, and then at the end of the movie mm. or maybe like a post credit scene, you're going to see someone like assembling the official ghost face oh, mask, yeah. and then you're just like, well, I guess I gotta I gotta wait for the second movie to come out to see this fucking thing. That will that does sound like mm-hmm. an easy reboot that they would do. Um, mm-hmm. That would be funny. I imagine too, like if they did like Scream Two, Scream Six, mm-hmm. uh, Scream Five Part Two. Um, <laughs> if, if they do Getting that into fractions and like it opens mm-hmm. up and it's like uh, I, I like the sounds from like fucking Iron Man when he's like melting the steel and like and hammering and stuff in the cave and like mm-hmm. they do all these scenes and then like they put it in water and they pull it out and it's this plastic ghost face mask you know? <laughs> it's like an eye beam wrapped in rebar and they like dunk it pull it out and yeah it's that plastic flimsy mask that would be funny yeah, um, yeah man it looks like a the, the final season of that MTV Scream show is only six episodes long, from what I could tell. Uh, I wonder uh, how long the, the other ones are. Man, that if you do this, I would 
definitely be interested to get your thoughts. First season, we'll 10 see. episodes. Yeah. Maybe I would give it like a shot. What what did you, what'd you say it was playing on? Uh, looks like Netflix oh, okay. is yeah, where it's streaming right now. Maybe I would give it a shot and see. Um, it's the same thing. Like they did that reboot TV series um, like this last year or whatever of I Know What You Did Last Summer. And oh, yeah. I was excited about it because I was like, oh, that could be like a really that that show or that movie being turned into like a modern TV show is actually like a good avenue, I think, for that mm-hmm. because of the way the story plays out. Like it plays out over a lot longer time than Scream does. And it kind of lends itself to like a, the mystery of that, like taking more time to, to like figure out who done it and stuff in a different way. Um, yeah. So that one I was more excited about. But then when it came out it had like terrible reviews and so i never gave it a shot but the scream series i was like it seems so far removed i never cared until now but i'm like maybe there's mm-hmm. something there you know i don't know and and yeah. it's one of those maybe the third season's better with the mask and stuff um but it's like i'm so into that world um like i've been craving i i rented scream 4 because i didn't want to watch it i didn't want to own it <laughs> right yeah. didn't figure i want to watch it again and now i really do and i'm like god damn it am i gonna fucking mm-hmm. buy scream 4 the world's all topsy-turvy. Maybe I'm going to start with Sears. I don't know. So. Cats are marrying dogs. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy world. Crazy world. Another crazy thing. Yeah. You know, two, two, two things. Two, um, three, seven crazy things. Seven crazy things. You never know. And then we all fall down. Uh, let's see. So what else do I want to talk about? I want to talk about a movie called Shadow in the Cloud. Uh, I watched this on mm. Hulu. It came out in 2020, everyone's favorite year mm. on record. Um, have you heard of this movie no. at all? Okay. I think this is like a low-budget movie. It's filmed in New Zealand, I believe, but it stars Chloe... Wait, Chloe? <laughs> Chloe... Glo- <laughs> oh. Chloe Grace Moritz. I've Moritz. never heard of this. This is bizarre. So <clears> this <throat> is uh, one of the movies that came out during the pandemic where it's like, oh, it's a another new movie that we can watch. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch it until recently, primarily because I listened to the podcast, How Did This Get Made, which uh, they make fun of uh, mm. weird and odd movies and discuss like mm-hmm. how they got made. Sometimes they're, they're good movies that they enjoy. Um, obviously, Fast and Furious, how can you go wrong? Mm-hmm. Can't fault it. It's the perfect franchise. Oh, um, but I saw this show up in their feed. I was like, what? I thought this was just like, uh, like an action horror movie type of thing. I was like, well, if they're talking about it, there's got to be something here. Mm-hmm. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, if you like <clears throat> World War Two movies, mm-hmm. but also like uh, horror movies, okay, and then also you're like, but what if it was like also the Fast and Furious? <laughs> okay. You put them all together in a blender, and it's like, there you go. It's got to right? work. It's got to work, right? <laughs> and look, I watched the movie. I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Um, the the hosts on How Did This Get Made had varying opinions. Mm-hmm. But I certainly think this is watchable, and I had a lot of fun with it. it some of the choices that are made are bizarre. Like, um, uh, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but mm-hmm. because I, I do think you should give it a watch. Like, this is like a fun Sunday afternoon movie. I think okay. you and Amanda would have fun with it. But, um, uh, Chloe Grace Moritz, she's, uh, got this package. She, uh, uh, doesn't so way, but she, like, gets on this fighter plane. Mm-hmm. And, um, she, you know, she's the sole woman on this, this, this plane with these military guys. And this was, again, back in the 40s. So, uh, not a lot in the way of respect toward a woman Mm -hmm. um they tell her she can 
have a board, even though she has the paperwork that says she's allowed to do so, and she's, like, fought in the military, they just don't give her respect. So they let her ride in this little, like, um, gun turret thing that's below the plane. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's a large portion of the movie, like, the first, I don't know, like, maybe 45 minutes of this movie, it's just her in this cockpit. So I don't know if that portion was, like, filmed during covid or that's just how the movie was like planned out or whatever yeah but it is uh, a little bit noticeable on that because anytime she like interacts with them it's like over her like comms or Mm -hmm. whatever so she's just like hearing their voices but um i'm just gonna uh, you know i feel like if you read the description you would know this this is a gremlin on an airplane movie Okay, yeah, I did read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it, it tells you as soon as you like watch the movie, it has like this animation from like it's supposed to be styled like the 40s. Like, watch out for gremlins. They're up in the air. Make sure you're hmm. like and evidently it's something that they in the real world, the American military would use this as a scapegoat to where it's like uh, make sure you like uh, put on your your. I almost said costume your uh, your uh, uniform properly because otherwise these gremlins will will mess with you and if you don't have your boots tied right you could trip or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like uh, a way to say hey put your shit together yeah. <laughs> otherwise you're you're gonna fuck something up for someone else um, but then they're they're real they're real and literal in this movie interesting I like and that. you see them and honestly I think the gremlin looks cool in it it's not like a gremlin like a, a mogwai but it mm, is yeah. uh something that you see and I, I i do think like the budget is good there um but yeah that's shit gets wild real quick if you were to watch a trailer for this you see one of the craziest moments in this movie <laughs> and i'll set it up like for you, you i won't complete it. i won't complete the <laughs> thought for you but i'll set it up for you at a certain point our lead character she falls out of the bottom of a plane mm. She doesn't have a parachute on. So, and this like, I don't know, halfway through the movie, maybe, you know, there's a lot of movie left in this. Uh-huh, sure. So she falls out of the plane, and her, the package that she's carrying for is in the plane. How she, does she get back she's into get the back plane to take care of it? She, is it the wildest fucking thing mm. that you've ever seen? And it's like a Fast and Furious type of movie. It is a fast, specifically this moment is what I'm referring to. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Again, you watch it in the trailer, but I'd say if you're going to do it, just watch the movie. What was this on again? It was on Hulu. On Hulu. Again, I don't know where it is in other territories (laughs) of the world, but here in America, it's on Hulu. Shadow in the Cloud. What do you title for this? It doesn't really make sense to me, but you know. uh, I was like, maybe it it makes sense more in the context of the movie, but it sounds like one of those titles that I'm like... Nobody mm-hmm. was going to see this anyway. It's like, mm-hmm. it just feels like all the things around it were, were, go, were pointing to it being just released on Hulu someday. Mm-hmm. And like not yeah. in theaters and stuff, you know, like there's certain yeah. movies that like you find out and you're like, oh my God, this actually has people I know in it and like mm-hmm. a decent budget, but like it just like flopped and like didn't come out very much. Like mm-hmm. I had never heard of this until you just mentioned it. Um, I think it came out in like wild. September or October or uh, August or September of September, 2020. September 12th. Yeah. And oh. Story by Max Landis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I saw that at the very end. I was like, oh, oh god man. damn it. That's it's got problematic. Nick Robinson in it. Um, that dude. He was oh, yeah. Something. He was in Love, Simon. I don't... I didn't Jurassic see that. Jurassic World. Was it? Oh, yeah. Jurassic World. He was in... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I like so, that, dude. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a fun movie. And... Uh, I'll check that out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think you'd have fun with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like a good Sunday afternoon. Maybe like when my wife gets to sleep this afternoon, taking a little nap, throw that mm-hmm. bad boy on, you know? Yeah. I don't think good. it's like extra long either. It moves at a, like a decent pace once mm-hmm. it gets up and running. That sounds good. I bet my dad would mm-hmm. like that movie. We like to trade um, like bad movies or, you know, B movies, any kind of action y thing or sci fi, a lot of sci fi stuff that are just like mm-hmm. kind of off the wall. Um, yeah. especially my dad but even me i'm like sometimes i'm just like i don't care it's sci-fi it's fun like yeah go with it sometimes that can be <laughs> yeah. like really fun mm-hmm. and you don't need a you don't need it to be great um which is why i think i like the tomorrow war so uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well i had one last thing that i wanted to mention um that mm-hmm. i i, I uh, brent it's a book okay um but here's the thing i think you should read oh this a book. boba fett Different book, I know. Um, A friend of ours, I believe Mitch, I I, I attributed something else to him recently, but I, and that he did not recommend to me, but I believe that Mitch had mentioned this book. And so I picked it up. Um, It's called Steal Like an Artist. It's this little square book. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think you would actually like, if you you don't like to read, like Brent, this is a book that you could still read. I would recommend this to you specifically, Brent. Um, and I think you should pick up a copy or, or maybe I'll just mail you one. Cause that's what he tells me to do at the end of the book. The, it's basically like a book of like 10, 10 things to unlock your creativity from this, this dude who's an artist. And, um, it's been cool. I remember like, uh, Mitch talking about it, you know, kind of helping him out or whatever. And like, there are a lot of things in here that like kind of fit why I feel stuck sometimes not able to create or that I want to get back into things like hobbies or drawing and stuff like I used to when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to get more into those things now. And um, it's kind of cool. It's like it, the steal like an artist sentiment is that basically we're all influenced all the time. And that's totally great. And mm-hmm. the whole idea is to to take that inspiration and make your own thing and remix it and like take pieces of that. And that's totally fine. And not like blatantly plagiarizing someone's work or whatever, but just taking innovation from them and like mixing it, remixing it up in your own way and releasing it. And, like uh, inspiration, right? Yeah, and how that's totally mm-hmm. fine, and that's how everybody works, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. it's specifically a good book um, for you, Brent, uh, for the creativity thing, but also the way it's like written out. It's very graphic. It's like um, there's like one page will have like I don't know quotes on it, and the next page will be like will be black, and it'll have just like charts on it or whatever. And like he mm-hmm. mixes it up a lot, so it's like there's a lot of varying things. The chapters are like there's only like ten chapters for the ten rules that he basically puts out there that are, that'll help you and stuff and one all- for each commandment yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i'm trying to think back on some of the th- rules and being like yeah it's similar i guess if you want to make religion <laughs> out of creativity this would uh-huh. be a good one to do um yep. but it's like you know like rule number five is like side projects and hobbies are important it's just like doing stuff mm-hmm. for you and doing stuff to be creative he talks about like having his like digital desk and his analog desk and his like digital desk has this computer and iPad and phone on it and stuff, but he never brings any digital devices to his analog desk where he has like drawing materials and paper and tape and all kinds of stuff to do whatever. Um, and I like that idea so much. I, I try to mix those worlds sometimes and it doesn't really work out. Like you have that drafting mm-hmm. table behind you with like your art mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Um, and he kind of is like, you, you need to go back and forth and like, Sometimes your brain can be digital and sometimes it gets too bogged down and be on a computer. You need to like use your hands and like actually draw. Um, so it's kind of cool. I think I'm going to use, utilize a lot of the advice in here. I'm excited to reread it and kind of get some more stuff out of it. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend Steal Like an Artist. It's by Austin Cleon. Um, and I guess it's been out for like 10 years now because the, the one I have, he wrote an afterword 
to it um, during the pandemic. So this this copy is like newer and updated. But uh, oh, okay. he talks about how it's like kind of stuck around. And um, it's cool. Like one more because I'm just looking at some of the ones on the back for the, the titles, whatever. Number seven is geography is no longer our master. And I think about that with with you and me. And we can do this podcast mm-hmm. in different states. Um, we have friends now, podcasting friends that we've met from all over the world. And I would love to collaborate with any of them. And we have in some ways, mm-hmm. at least on podcast ways, you know, but um, it's like you don't need to be necessarily like live in a town with someone to be able to share in that creativity. Like well, you and I can create stuff across the country and like it's totally doable yeah. um, all the way across the flat earth. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's insane because mm-hmm. it's hard to get around the flat earth, you know? Yeah. Maybe one day we can get an interview with the dragon that uh-huh. <laughs> that haunts the side of that the flat earth, you know? Uh-huh. I'm just I'm scared of falling off. I'm scared of the dragon. I just don't want to go to the edge of the earth, you know? Yeah, I mean it seems scary. At least that's what the optometrist I go to says. He's like, Look, mm. what's the fourth line? What's the fourth <laughs> line down? It's like edge of the world dragon. He's like, uh-huh. Now let me tell you about this one. And he just breathes in my mouth the whole time. I still have that thing on my face. Oh lovely. Mm. Yeah. You can't escape because you'll rip your and, eyelids off. And he's like, better one or two? One or two? I'm like, neither? He's like, that's not an option. He hits me with a cattle prod. <laughs> like, damn. I think you need to get a new eye doctor. I don't know. He's he's pretty cheap. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's, like, he's got good prices. Yep. You know, do I get hit with an electric cattle prod from time to time? Yeah. Like every time yeah. I go. <laughs> Almost constantly. But do he's got some good ideas. With yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. I just bring an extra pair with me. It's fine, guys. I do that anyway, yeah. you know? You have to, because yeah. the pudding incident, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about the pudding incident, you know? We might have to edit that out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. editing, right? So you can take it out if you want. Yeah, I'm certain I'll remember. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, that's all I had today. Uh, sure. I'm not sure about you. Uh, no, I think we can call it good. Ooh, uh, we, we spent uh, close to two hours talking about, I don't know, just a handful of things. I think I know, this right? is a, <laughs> <laughs> it it's happens. a yeah, good um, synopsis of the yeah. show, I think. Mm-hmm. I will say I um, a lot of times you and I just default to doing these pop culture catch ups and we kind of just bullshit through whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found that I'm not a big podcast listener, but I, I did seek out all these podcasts about Scream. And I realized mm-hmm. the other day, I was like, man, it is so much easier when there is a theme, you know, when there's something you can watch along and like, you know, going into it, or you get excited about it. Cause I'm gonna listen to that episode because of this. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, we should not do that many of these, huh? We should be doing <laughs> a lot more themes and more people would probably care. Like I would care more about it if I knew we were doing X movie than if it was just like whatever. And I was like, oops. They've been fun, but uh, I do like that we have a lot coming up. We have a lot in, mm-hmm. in store, like uh, for Matrix and Scream movies, and then individual projects here and there. Um, mm-hmm. Spider Man, whenever it comes out, finally to stream, we'll touch on that and everything. And uh, so, yeah, like we have a lot more coming up, but um, they all are always fun, and I hope that they're at least entertaining for people listening to it. Yeah, look, I, I like a theme episodes as well, but it's it is fun to have like a non theme or pop culture catch up episode mm-hmm. to where we can just like talk about it, you know? Yep. Stuff. That's our whole thing. That is we true. We talk about it. Yeah. It's right in the title. It's right in the title. So you know what you're gonna it. get. Yeah. Look, if you're mad about it, um look, we're sorry. Yeah. Uh, we are actually that's, genuinely. that's not our intention. Yeah. Um it's just miscommunication. Yeah. It happens from time to time. Um I did not mean to upset you mm. and I'll think about my actions going forward. I 
like if I'm being honest, I'm I'm an old man. I'm set my ways. I'm not going to adjust anything. But just that's no, true. that's true. I don't mean disrespect by it. Yeah. Most of the time, like mo- like most of the time, which is like thirty percent of the time. Oh wow, one hundred percent of thirty percent of the time, I don't mean disrespect by it. I think that's the best you can expect from Brent as well. You know, he was raised mm-hmm. in a small town, so yeah, we we didn't have math. His there. teacher, his third grade teacher, third grade guys, it was a mm-hmm. cow. Mm-hmm. It was an actual cow. Yeah, you know what a cow can't do? Hold chalk. Yeah, they had a chalkboard, couldn't use it. So give him a break. Mm-hmm. basically yeah and like we did we try tipping the cow on a regular <laughs> basis yes yeah. of course it's a small ass town in oklahoma of course we're gonna try to tip that cow mm-hmm. and if it's a teacher all the better yeah not to say that teachers aren't great and i respect them now but as a child mm-hmm. it's like school's out we tipped the cow mm-hmm. i guess um, unfortunately, we could never tip the cow, but we did lure it upstairs into a house. Oh, and, man, it can't um, get down. Sucker. It can't get down. Still so died. Wow. Yeah, it is just a, it haunts that house now. So <laughs> a cow ghost. Uh huh. It's always it's, like. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Someone buy this cow a consonant because that's not what it's supposed to say. That was weird. Man, we really just go on the weirdest fucking tangents. It's, you know, this is the show. This is what I'm saying. This yeah. is this, this is, is this is this is the show, guys. Hollywood, this is the show. You're welcome. Spotify, look, we know you're having problems with Joe Rogan right now. Um, look, we'll take the role. We'll 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 do it. Yeah, we'll take half of whatever you paid I him. <laughs> easy, mm-hmm. easy half. Mm-hmm. Not even bad. Yeah. yeah, I'll take even less uh, than half. Look, we're talking about dead. Groundhogs. Mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, dead cows. Sounding. Sounding, of course. Mm-hmm. Invisible hit. tiny condoms. Yep. Like, well, what more is there? We got the meats. Well, <laughs> and the meats is the content. <laughs> right? We, we, yeah, we get Bing Rames as an announcer. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. Love El Tass has the meats. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Occasional cameo appearances okay. by uh, David Lynch and Hugh Jackman. Oh, it's, man. It's going to be perfect. Listen to those outtakes it's with David so Lynch. so good. That was way better than the rest of the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, as usual, all of the info to contact us is in the show notes, and you can also rate and review us in your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is appreciated. So mm-hmm. next week, we will be reviewing Book of Boba Fett. Look at that. I remembered and everything. Oh, my God. Know, solid. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, this is this is spectacular. Like as this episode is airing, uh, the newest and final episode uh, of season one, or maybe the whole series, comes out tomorrow on Wednesday. So it's right there. Uh, we're gonna do a spoiler-filled conversation about yeah. it. How can we not? Oh yeah. How can we not? So uh, yeah, check that out. That's gonna be our main topic on Sweet. the next episode of Let's Talk About Stuff. The Dennis' favorite episode saga continues. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I love that Freddie has a lot of jobs at this, too. Apparently, he's a dental assistant, at least, working mm-hmm. his way up, which is nice. Well, they finally figured out the only way to truly be safe from Freddy Krueger is to re-alive him. So they've resurrected Freddy. Oh, yeah. And but then he had he's a just job. Like, they gave him a lobotomy ahead of time. and then oh. So he's, like, mostly repaired. But, yeah, he's he's got, like, he's got bills to pay. He's got Ooh. shit to do, you know? I love this because it's, like... Um, like Jason Bourne or like um, even better um, 
Jason Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Um, the Long Kiss Goodnight. You ever seen that with Gina Davis and uh, Sam Jackson? Where she's like a spy uh-huh. or like a, a, a assassin or whatever, but she doesn't remember it. She's like just like a housewife. And then like she can oh, do stuff okay. with knives and then she like slowly comes back. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if Freddy wakes up <laughs> and doesn't realize who he is? And over the uh-huh. course of the movie, he realizes he's Freddy. And he has oh. to go back into the dream world. Yeah. Oh, man. It, it's like a, a little bit of that. It's a little bit of the Truman Show because yes. the world that inhabits him, he's like filled. It's a town filled with like agents ready to like take his ass out oh, if man. necessary. Mm-hmm. Man, we're writing the, the Freddy reboot right now. This the is this is it. This yeah. is the movie. We'll call it A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. <laughs> no, let's call it Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween 2023. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah, that works for good. me. Yeah, okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, join us next week for the Book of Boba Fett and uh, mm-hmm. watch along with us as well, because that, that shows me great. And we'll definitely do a big spoiler filled discussion about that. But Brent, it was a lot of fun discussing all the stuff today with you as usual. And uh, yes. we hope everybody liked the show. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Oh man, it really the second you said that I was like David Lynch is back. And now to guest co-host the show going forward. Mr. Jackman, hello! I'm you. <laughs> Pour me a bowl of cereal and a plate, I'm ready to eat it all right up. Crikey. I've already done that. I need to update my list. Um, hey, one second. Um, okay. The family is is talking about um, food. Stuff? Yeah. How dare oh they, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to look at uh, a menu real quick. Sure, yeah. Uh, menu break. I'll mark that down. Okay. Menu. <laughs> <laughs> have somebody that would like to chime in on oh. your breakfast take hello steven it's me hugh jackman <laughs> it's uncanny oh, i'm big <laughs> do you like an eggs benedict <laughs> you little bit of holiday sauce on it oh my god <clears throat> do you guys have a black bear diner up there you ever been there? We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have one here, so we're going to do that. Oh, yeah, it's good. <clears throat> logo sucks, but the food is quite good. I remember the logo. Is it, why does it suck? Wait, do you have it? On no, your I'm own? trying to. Oh, my, okay. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, it's only so basic. Oh, it's so it's basic. Like, it's like a basic, it's like a basic bitch <laughs> diner sign. Black bear diner, let's see. It's just like a paw? Is that it? Oh, it's like a, oh, yeah, it's like a bear with like some mountains behind it, but yeah, that's really oh. basic. No, that's like, at least that's something. There's like a graphic element. The one here in, uh, in Tulsa, uh, it's just like the lettering only, but it doesn't even have that border around it. Fuck. Oh, yeah, I can't find it. <laughs> it's not here. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, weird. Blackbeard Iron, Tulsa.
Let's see if this will provide photographic evidence of the sign. <laughs> oh my god. It doesn't. It doesn't it only has like the one with the bear and the mountains on it. I feel like this is like a Mandela effect. Oh yeah, like you you remember like it if one I, way and if I drive past it and it looks like this now, <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Can you do like a street uh, Google Street View to see it? That's oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's try it. Let's try that. Let's try it. Let's try yeah, let's that. Try it. Google Street View. Um I don't want to navigate there. This is all good content for the show. <laughs> well, I marked it so we can take it out, but give me, uh, let's take a quick bathroom break. Okay. You, Sounds like, good. you can look for that too uh, while you're pooping, and I'll, uh, I'll go <laughs> ask a man about this real quick. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Can you hear me? I can. Yes. Oh, there we go. My like headphones were messing up. Steven, I, I can't find a picture of the fucking logo. <laughs> I tried so hard. It's like a Mandela effect. I, I searched so many different ways. Uh, That's crazy. Could, could not find it. I can find images <clears throat> of anything on the internet. <laughs> Fart porn. Oh, yeah. Feet porn. Uh, lamb chop porn. It's like it's all on there. But not this logo. <laughs> I'm just saying we pass all the time. Man. It drives me nuts. But, um, yeah, I, I gave it my best shot. I'll try to take a picture of this thing and send it to you. Uh, as a non sequitur image in like, I don't know, three weeks or whatever. Know, and you'll right? be like, why you send this to me? I'll be like, what is this? You're like, what this is? I'm <laughs> oh shit. Brent's hacked again. <laughs> you're going to have to go out and drive over there today. Like you're going to be mm-hmm. like, I can't let it go. I got to go. I got to mm-hmm. check it out. It's, it's, <laughs> I'd go and it's just like a crater. Yeah. Like, what? I was going to say, what if you go and you're like, I know it's over here because it was right by this. And you look and it's like across the street. And you're like, what is happening to the world? <laughs> oh, boy. Crazy. <laughs> it's just like a new dispensary. Um, a nudist dispensary? A nudist dispensary. Wow. Tulsa's really progressive. That's my new podcast. Oh. Uh, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> really? Don't have to change much of anything. You wouldn't. I'm yeah, being honest. That's really good. <laughs> Um, okay, so we can uh, get back into the show. Sweet. Record. Oh. It is recording. All set to record for episode 234, Adena's favorite episode saga, and action. <laughs> Steven, give me the amulet. Are you trying to be David Lynch? Because you sounded a lot like David Lynch. I think it just like falls into that. It I don't know really why. Good. I'm not super familiar with David Lynch. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, he's amazing. Uh, on the uh, now canceled uh, Louis C.K. show, Louis, mm. he had a cameo in it, and I didn't know who he was. I just thought, who's this guy with this weird voice? He's funny. and uh, Yeah, he's pretty absurd. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, way. that's David That's David Lynch? Yeah, The right. director of movies and television? Oh, so, man. Uh, but yeah, like his voice is so wildly specific and so well, easy, easy to imitate. Yeah, and you're really, mm-hmm. like, you leaned into it without even really meaning to, which is great. Um, specifically, in Twin Peaks, he, he plays, like, uh, the main uh, the main FBI agent's boss, I guess, comes mm-hmm. into town, and it's David Lynch, and he's, like, the director, creator of that show and stuff. But mm-hmm. in his whole bit, it's, like, it's so funny, because the show is, like, serious in moments, but it's really kind of goofy. Like, he, he plays with, like, dreams and, like, 
I don't know, weird things, but like then he comes on and he, everybody has like their quirks. And so he's like mostly deaf. So he just yells mm-hmm. almost every one of his lines. And like <laughs> the way you open the show is even more like that. And you've never even mm-hmm. seen it. And, like you, you like totally nailed that specific character almost. So that's funny. See, yeah. that's a blind spot in pop culture for me is, yeah. uh, I almost said train spotting. What? <laughs> what is it? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Uh, wow. It's the same thing. They're basically the same thing. So it's just like the T is the only connection yeah. <laughs> that I had there. Wow. Not the, wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're definitely getting younger. You yeah. can tell because you're making I, connections. I feel like the show is slowly turning around <laughs> to being a show about pop culture where one of the hosts gradually becomes more and more demented. Like, That's I can feel kind of cool. Part of my mind. I, I imagine my brain is filled with so many cavities. That a dentist, the aforementioned dentist, would mm. be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know about this. Maybe that's how we end the dentist favorite episode saga. I oh, go wow. to the dentist, and then they just like open up my brain, and they're like, yeah, it's all a cavity. There's just, it's literally nothing in there. We can't, there's nothing connected. We can't, we can't fix this man. We hacked into his skull, and it was just a moth shrugging. <laughs> but I don't know. I, don't I did know. my best, guys. <laughs> yeah. He's like chain smoking. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> Trying to keep this piece of shit running, and it's just uh, all the levers are rusted. I don't. There's no. There's nothing good coming maybe from this. It. Maybe this show will be finally of use to someone, you know, to the scientific community, as mm-hmm. as they listen back and they're like, you can tell throughout time, as you listen to Brent, his <laughs> his quality just goes down. His uh-huh. his jokes fall flat. He, he he can't make connections. Eventually, he just starts saying t words that have nothing to do with each other, <laughs> and it's like. They use it as like a study into uh, dementia, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's let what us, this is. Uh, let us examine the episode entitled <laughs> Wolverine Giggle Fits, where this brown dipshit thought it was hilarious that Wolverine would sidle up to a bar <laughs> and order a plate of cereal <laughs> and eat it with his claws. This is where <laughs> it really starts. You can see the, de- the degradation. It's right uh-huh. there. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's palpable. Truly palpable. Fantastic. I mean, I, uh-huh. as long as we're of some use, I, I'm, I'm glad for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a wild side note, <laughs> it, the weather here was insane this week. Like, uh-huh. it, it started off at 70 degrees on Monday, and by Wednesday, we had snow on the ground. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's a how we're living around. in Oklahoma. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys have any... Shitty weather down there? Uh, it got cold. Um, and in Texas, even just getting cold. Well, I guess like other parts of Texas got like snow and ice and stuff. In mm-hmm. Houston, we did not. Kind of yeah. spared us. But a lot of other people were, were affected. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, apparently in, in, in Texas now, it's like, oh, it's going to get below freezing for like more than a few hours. Mm-hmm. We better like shut down the entire state. You know, like mm-hmm. even in Houston, there was like there was like one ice patch listed on a road for like a few hours and then it went away and still almost half the town stayed home. Like half the city, like it was so much easier to drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that was freezing. So we were not used to that. And uh, I'm certainly not. I used to, in Oklahoma, I was used to snow and ice and cold and whatever. Mm-hmm. I have adjusted, man. Yeah. It was like 25 here. I was like, ooh, okay, can't go outside then. <laughs> you can't survive that. You're, you know? you're like boarding up your doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of on. that to say, like, even though it didn't freeze down there in Houston where you are, mm. that was plenty of reason for Texas Senator Ted Cruz to hop on a flight <laughs> to Cancun. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw someone uh, say, because it, it happened the other day, like around Groundhog Day, which I love. 
um, by the way. But they mm-hmm. they were like, we don't have a Punxsutawney Phil. We have a Cancun cruise. <laughs> and you know, you know, if he's off on a flight, then the the weather is gonna be bad again. Yeah, <laughs> fucking That's love very that, true. Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was funny because on. I believe it's Groundhog Day, right? On the the second. When was on that? Second, was it yeah. this this past Wednesday? I think oh, that's something. when we had the snow on the ground, and like no one that I know, no one in my state, no coworkers I had, like I didn't see anything on social media. No one was like, oh yeah, I wonder if like the groundhog saw a shadow. Oh, yeah. Like there's snow on the ground. Yeah, there's gonna be. 87 more weeks of fucking like, winter. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be <laughs> mid-July, and it's just going to be cold as fuck. Did you see mm. there was, uh, I guess there were multiple groundhogs, and I, I, I think it was in Texas, too, maybe, like, somewhere else, but I think I saw there was, like, an armadillo that some town uses. Oh. Uh, so you can do whatever, apparently. Um, uh-huh. But there was one that, like, died the night before Groundhog Day, like, in New oh, Jersey. And they mm-hmm. were like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like that sounds really ominous. If he's he's not even alive to see his shadow or not. Yeah, he overdosed. That's what I heard. What? Uh huh. Man, this opioid epidemic—it's just it hits, hit every corner. You know what? It hits all Americans at some point. You know. It hits the the punks and Tony Phils. Mm-hmm. It hits the um, Andy Armadillos. Mm-hmm. Um, it hits all of them. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's sad. It's just a sad life. You know, they get celebrity, and then they, they find the drugs. That's what I mean, happens. Look, when you are dealing with that level of fame, where, like, one day a year is devoted specifically to wow. you nationwide. Just waking up. Yeah. It's just, why that's even bother, you know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Man, I never yeah. thought about it that way. Honestly, it was like a final fuck you from Phil, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kiss my sweet ass goodbye. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you about winter. You guys yeah. deal with it yourselves. Wow. Yeah. When you put it that way. I'm not your puppet. Shoots up. <laughs> In my head, for some reason, that was more of like, I'm not your puppet. Coming out of like water and like a <laughs> platoon sort of way with like machine guns. And they have to like kill him, right? Because uh-huh. he's trying to kill everybody else. Yeah. He's, even though he's yelling, I'm not your puppet, he still has a knife in his mouth. <laughs> And like the bullets, what is that, like a band, bandolier? Bandolier. Bandolier, is that what it is? Yeah, like Chewbacca has. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, what a way to go. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's firing machine guns, but it just shoots like circus peanuts. Like it's, you know. <laughs> I didn't have access to bullets. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a, like a hook when the kids are like walking through like bamboo things to like make armor <clears throat> and like going up against the pirates and stuff and it's like uh-huh. he's like I didn't have the the weapons I don't have like I can't make steel yeah. nobody gave me any but I do have a lot of peanuts yeah that's all you feed me I'm taking you all out with me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how'd you make the gun I 3d printed it I do have that technology they do have that in the office we had that we gave Phil a 3d printer was that <laughs> yeah. in the budget yeah that's ridiculous look we need that we have to spin it or we lose it. What I don't is know this? What to tell you. He printed a little car. <laughs> he was trying to make a getaway. <laughs> wow. Phil, pirate, downloading uh-huh. cars. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. And I never knew that all about him. Wow, he printed a Prius. So he was, he was concerned about the environment. He was. But also he was trying to straight up murder people. I mean, like. I don't know what to say about there's him. There's a lot of gray area to this. That all of this is said at his service. (laughs) 
was real contentious. Yeah, it's like, I mean, he tried to murder, but also he was looking out for the environment. Like, yeah. he's, he's just, you know, it's, uh, these figures are complicated, you know? Yeah, I mean, he he lived his life. He he tried his best. He told us about the, the winter for so long. You know, we mm-hmm. can't just discount all of those winters that we spent with him. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of other people were involved in those winters mm-hmm. and, you know, had jobs and put their creativity there. And it's like I, I like to watch those old shows mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, even though I know that he was a mass murdering fuckhead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I you know, like, yeah, the nuance it, of it. I don't know. Nuance. Old aunts. Oh. You know, old, old uncles. <laughs> Old aunts, old uncles and attendants, <laughs> raise your hands. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Now, uh, I'm going to ask all of you uh, to leave because now we're going to start working blue. <laughs> we got a, <laughs> we got a lot of uh, adult-centric material for oh. the deceased that's... You don't want to be here for this, you know? Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Sending yeah. them out in a good way, though. Yeah, and also any uh, old uncles that arrived in a... Uh, panel van that's primer gray. Are you allergic to being tackled? Because it's yeah. gonna happen. You know, you know what you did, sir. Are those wine coolers? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Uh, if you could see yourselves to the Chris Hansen suite, uh, that would be great. Uh, we we just followed the blue line on the floor. That'll take you directly in there. And um, there are mouth guards before you walk in those doors because you want to watch your teeth. They. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're just, they tackle hard, you know. <laughs> they tackle hard in there. Do you think that when that groundhog died, that there was a uh, an email blast that was sent out to all meteorologists saying, like, the greatest meteorologist of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the uh, stand-in for Puxitani Phil in whatever state it was yeah. has passed. And there's going to be a, a meeting of the meteorologists they all come together to mourn this hero. Yeah. Okay, good. I think that I thought happen. so, too. Okay, cool. I was I trying to, to make imagine sure. what, how they would tribute that, too. You know, mm-hmm. like, please everybody at 5.05, at 5, five o'clock past the hour, mm-hmm. <laughs> five minutes past the hour, um, if you could turn your green screens to a picture of Phil, <laughs> yeah. you know, so we and, and stand in a moment of silence, uh-huh. uh, yeah. that'd be lovely. It'd be a thing where it's like starts out in full color and then fades to gray. <laughs> yeah. And then in like <laughs> Comic Sans font, it says rest in peace, but it's spelled P-I-E-C-E. And it's like, oh, we should have we should have not had the intern do this. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Well, they don't pay him anything. They don't pay him anything, but like, you know, they they should know better. Got Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. But... It also is kind of true because he was shot down in a blaze of glory. He is a pieces. Yeah. So it's, it is true. Either he way. Was, he was mowed down ceremoniously <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by several agencies of the American government. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So even some shadow organizations, I think, were there. Yeah, I think so, too. They came out into the light just for that. Just for that. Yeah, they were like, mm-hmm. this is worth it. This is how, This is the moment. Mm-hmm. They slingshots filled with bullets. They just fired directly at uh, really? Phil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. That was a detail they left out of the newspapers. I think only the killer would know that. Well, I heard about this on QAnon.gov. Oh, and so that's probably true. 
Yeah. Oh, it has a dot .gov at the end. Of course that has to be true. <laughs> of course it's qanon.gov.net, but you know, like but it's, it's pretty it's much there. in there. Yeah. Is it mm. GUV GIV? Yeah, like in olden times, like yeah. governor. Go- Hello, yeah, governor. Exactly. Have you heard about the the dead hedgehog? <laughs> Man, there's so many animals you could do it with. Mm-hmm. That's a weird statement. I was to gonna itself. say. I was like, wait, did he? Did what, he? What did you? What did you mean by that? Did sentence? he just advocate for fucking animals? Or <laughs> yeah, I take that back. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you could use a lot of animals to determine the winter, because that's a thing, and it's definitely true. Yeah, it is weird that we lean into a groundhog instead of, I don't know, a polar bear? Yeah. Let's get someone that's used to the cold. Yeah. It should be, like, a polar bear, and if they put on a sweater, then it's like, oh, okay, it's (laughs) going to be cold for longer. And it's going to get colder, I suppose. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like it, too, like, if they could just come out in, like, a cartoon, like a <clears throat> Warner Brothers cartoon, like a Looney Tunes, you know, they just, like, mm. hold up, a, like, the two signs, you know? They're just like, <laughs> fuck this, and they go back inside, and then you're like, all right, if he's staying inside, it's definitely, mm. like, gonna stick around. Or if he's like, let's go sledding! Yeah. You know, you're it's like, like, oh, you gotta use it while you, before you lose it. Uh, so what did the polar bear's sign say? It said, um, it was confusing because, like... He started to hold up one that said duck season, but then he held up the one that said rabbit season, and he pointed at that one, and they just, like, went inside. It was very confusing. Like, you think they would pick something other than this Chuck Jones cartoon to to base this off of, but this is what we have. And I guess a rabbit goes in the ground, so it's like a hedgehog, but, like, I don't know. They they should have just had, like, a sweater or sunglasses. I just had oh, to put I on like one of those, you know? Or, yeah, like a sweater or like a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses. Yeah, there you go. Is mm-hmm. that good? Mm-hmm. You get like, or like, yeah, like a sweater and like ski goggles. Yes. I don't know there what we go. I wear there. Uh, back in there, I guess, both ways. But uh, yeah, if you make it just like clothes oriented in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it, but he has to put it on by himself, and it has to be complete. So if he puts on the Hawaiian shirt, but forgets to put on the sunglasses, we also get each other confused. Like, wait, so what does this mean? What does this even mean? He was able to, like, put on and then button up the Hawaiian shirt, but he didn't do the sunglasses? What does it mean? It's like a halfsy. Hmm. Or he puts on the sunglasses, or I'm sorry, he puts on the Hawaiian shirt and then puts on the ski goggles. And then we all like, just throw our hands up and like, oh, come on. You're not even trying, polar bear. And then he holds up a sign and he said, you guys didn't even try. Climate change is killing me. And he went back inside. It was dark. <laughs> and, and to make things even more confusing, he burned several tires out in the open air. Plus, he has another sign that says, crypto is the future. I think he's just been using lots of computer storage and enters, energy, you know, it's just like not good for the environment. And then there's a smaller sign that he turned around that says, invest heavily now. <laughs> it's weird. But what's cool is I did spend a million dollars on his new NFT, which is a picture of his butthole. Yeah, this is uh, true. But it's special that way. It is. And you think it's like a photoshopped goatsy butthole, but if you look closely, there's it's different. It's, it's different. You can tell there are differences. Um my microphone is messing up again. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, good. It, it is it doing just that. like 
one side versus was, the other. Yeah, it was just a half C, and I want it to go full force. You know, I want full the force. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you want to break through that that fist ceiling. I just got to get in there, mm-hmm. make sure it works. You know, that's okay. I'll switch it to mono whenever I go through to edit this. It's mm. fine. It's fine. No one will know. No one has to know. All right, but we're keeping know all of this it. in. Uh huh. <sighs> so. Polar bear butthole NFT on three. <laughs> okay. All right. That will be the sync word. Polar bear butthole NFT to sync. Short. Yeah. Effective. Arousing. Polar bear butthole. The PBB. Mm-hmm. NFT. The PBB NFT. Do you want to do mm-hmm. that? PBB NFT. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. To sync on three. PBB NFT. One, two, three, PBB, PBB NFT. NFT. You down with PBB? You go yeah, NFT. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Yours is better. Yours is a better one. You know, you just try things, see how it works. You never you know. You know what? You never know. I didn't get the correct script pages on the, the rewrite. That That's my whole problem. People well, don't realize that all of this is handwritten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> We meant to do this stuff. Can you uh, imagine? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, this was on purpose. <laughs> and, and you know what? We're not even sorry about yeah, it. Yeah, damn straight, man. I mean, we are. That's just what the script said. So, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but not because do you follow, do you, do you need the script to tell you who you are? Yes. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, then, yeah. Almost on a constant basis, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. L-P-B-B-N-F-T. 